ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pursuit of Truth podcast. My name is Will. I'm your host. Today's date is April 27th, 2021, and this is this is going to be episode 35. So we're 35 episodes in. Uh, I'm blessed to be here. So I just like to apologize to all you guys, uh, all you ladies and gentlemen, because episode 34, I was supposed to have that up by uh, midnight that day. Um, but the thing is that like. I kind of forgot to upload it because, well, I didn't kind of forget, but I recorded the episode and then, because I had just come home from work. So usually, uh, usually when I come home from work, it's about 11, 20, and then I get in the shower and then I record my episode. So I'm usually sitting at my computer by 11.45-ish around that time. Uh, and I try to get my episode up by like 12.30, 12.45, one in the morning. But, um... Yeah, uh, episode 34, I recorded that that day, and I recorded it, and something, you know, when I'm finalizing it and everything, it takes about two or three minutes in order for it to um, upload to the computer itself, to download to my computer, my document files on my computer, and so while that was going on, I my mind just went somewhere else, and I just started to, I went and took a shower, and then I closed my laptop, I went and took a shower. I came out, closed my laptop because I forgot I didn't upload it. And then I went on about my night. Uh, and then I woke up the next day. And then uh, people were telling me, hey, it's not up there. So uh, sorry about that. So, But hey, so I'm, I'm actually going to start doing this uh, a little bit differently. I'm actually going to start um, trying to get these things up by noon every day. Because one thing I notice is that like when I'm going throughout my day, so I record the episode at night. And when I, when I wake up the next day and I go throughout my day... Uh, there's new news coming out and stuff like that I haven't talked about. So I like to be a little bit more current. I'm going to start getting this stuff up by noon every day. And this stuff might go a little bit longer because I have even more information. I'm going to start giving you even more information uh, every single time. Because I'm telling you when, you, when you start getting into this information, you start figuring things out. I'm telling you, this information is like crack, okay? You just can't get enough of it. Once you start getting it, you just want more and more. So we're going to go ahead and get into our news here so all right so first thing is that uh, we're talking about the usps united states postal service Let's talk about the usps okay so the usps is actually monitoring citizens online social media activities there's something called the internet covert operations programs or icop and it's a surveillance program that identifies inflammatory posts so the usps is monitoring our social media accounts and sharing this data with other federal government agencies. The ICOP, they claim to monitor and find out when protests are happening so that they can deliver the mail on time. Now, what in the world does that have to do with the mail? What in the world does the protests have to do with the mail? You know? You know that, song, I'm just, that song came to my mind, Mailman, Mailman, Do Your Duty. Uh, it goes on, but I can't say that stuff on here. <laughs> stuff we heard when we were little kids. Um, we already know that. This is so that the federal government can watch us. And on December 4th, 2020, Donald Trump tweeted this. He says, whistleblowers reveal that the USPS tampered with hundreds of thousands of ballots. Unquote. Hmm. That's interesting. So, about Russian troops. Our next thing is the Russian troops. The uh, Russia was actually having, you know, when I talked about the UN said that there's 150,000 troops on the Ukraine Ukraine border. Uh, what had happened was Ukraine, excuse me, Russia was actually having military drills in the south 
part of Crimea, which they had annexed in 2014. And those troops are now leaving the area. So the troops are gone. They're doing military exercises and things like that. And honestly, I don't think Vladimir Putin is going to do anything. Um, we just know that he's been a target of... He's no friend of ours, but he's been a target of many, many uh, like Obama and Biden saying these things about him. And I, and then some of the, a lot of the stuff I wouldn't deny, like Biden saying that Putin's a killer. I would have to agree with Joe Biden on that front there. And then Putin said it takes one to know one. I would agree on that front, too. I think they're both killers. But moving on, there's actually a I have an audio clip here from a, a Georgia mother that was she was angry at a school board um, because of their COVID policies and things like that. So I'm going to go ahead and play the soundbite for you. Every month I come here and I hear the same thing. Social, emotional health. If you truly mean that, you would end the mask requirement tonight. Tonight. This is not March 2020 anymore. We have three vaccines. Every adult in the state of Georgia that wants that vaccine is eligible to get it right now. And every one of us knows that young children are not affected by this virus. They're not. And that's a blessing. But as the adults, what have we done with that blessing? We've shoved it to the side and we've said, we don't care. You're still going to wear a mask on your face every day, five and six-year-olds. You still can't play together on the playground like normal children, seven and eight-year-olds. We don't care. We're still going to force you to carry a burden that was never yours to carry. Shame on us. My six-year-old looks at me every month before I come here, and she says, are you going to tell them tonight? Tell them I don't want to wear this anymore. And I say, baby, it's not time to fight that battle yet. I try to explain that there's so many things. But it's April 15th, 2021, and it's time. Take these masks off of my child. Now, you're starting to see people are tired of this. People are absolutely tired of this stuff. Yes, but it has, the thing is that it has to get so bad that the average person gets it. The average person has to become sick of it. If the average person is not sick of it and demand and demand change, it's not going to change. Okay, you have to have the average person walking down the street and saying this is bad. It's not going to change until that happens. Okay, you still got people going out there to going on a jog by themselves, wearing a mask in their car alone, sweeping their porch. You know, you still got it. So it has to. It has to get worse. Now the governors who push this hard are they're actually facing backlash. Look at California Governor Gavin Newsom. He's actually getting sued. He actually got sued by two state legislators for violating the state's constitution, separation of powers, and emergency powers doctrines for changing election. Wrote that the mail-in ballot. He wrote the mail-in ballots executive order anyways. He ignored the judge. Uh, Michigan, New York, and California, they're doing this, and more states will join the party soon enough and when you look at uh california governor gavin newsom california actually has the 1.6 million verified signatures that's enough to recall the governor and trigger a recall election in the fall of 2021 now california has actually proposed legislation that would allow them to see who signed the recall petition against gavin newsom i have an article here from the associated press it says proposal would let recall targets see who signed the petition it says from sacramento california california politicians facing recalls would be allowed to see the names of people who signed the petitions to oust them under legislation that cleared its first committee 
on Monday, and this article is from April 12th, excuse me, yeah, April 12th, says if passed, it would take effect next year. It wouldn't, meaning it would not apply to the expected recall election against Gavin Newsom, but leaders of that effort showed up at the Capitol in opposition to, to the proposal, saying that it would discourage people from, from signing future petitions for fear of retaliation. So, it's actually authored by a gentleman named Josh Newman, who is a state senator. He sees it differently than uh, people who call it dangerous and reckless. He was actually uh, recalled in 2018 before winning his seat back last November. He says the proposal would allow politicians to make sure voters weren't duped into signing petitions and let them explain to voters how to withdraw their signatures if they wish. That, this is just Nazi tactics. That's a that's Nazi tactics. They can see who signed it and contact you and everything. That's, that is a Nazi tactic. That's what the Nazis did in Germany, okay? Just want you to see how this is going. So, moving on to vaccines. Now, quickly, I have a friend uh, who is in the my group chat here. He is a CNN left-wing sycophant he listens to everything he drinks the cnn kool-aid and by the way cnn and fox the owners of cnn and fox news both have uh deep investment ties in china telling you that fox and cnn are both doing it to us just like the new york times who had former workers who work for the ccp now this is comical here from cnn my friend uh sent a screenshot uh to our group chat and it's from cnn it says cdc guidance Fully vaccinated people can go maskless outdoors. Small outdoor gatherings with other vaccinated people. That's comical. That is absolutely comical in my, my opinion. Because who was actually... Who was actually listening to this in the first place? Okay, who... What are you just going to do whatever the government tells you to do? Like a good little boy? Be a good little girl. Do what the government tells you. Wear a mask outside with nobody within a mile of you. It's pathetic. It really is pathetic. Now, Joe Biden thought that if they put it on social media and teamed up with Hollywood, that people would line up to get that vaccine. I remember Kamala Harris saying that she wouldn't take a vaccine made under the Trump administration. Do you really think that Donald Trump is in there himself with a lab coat on, mixing those chemicals himself, going, yes, I'm going to do. Don't, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. If the... Public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if the doctors tell us that we should take it, I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Yeah, so there was uh, Kamala Harris or, uh, you know, a good name for Kamala Harris would be Corella DeVille. Uh, Corella DeVille. I don't know if you've probably heard that. If you've watched uh, 100 Dalmatians, I think that's what it's called. Old Disney movie. Now. I want you to notice that the daily, the pace of daily vaccination is actually dropping dramatically. Three million Americans are getting it daily, and that is an 11% decrease in the past week. Biden suggests that 4th of July celebrations could be canceled if people don't get the vaccine, according to the Washington Examiner. I say good luck enforcing that. See, that's the beauty of America. We can tell the government to shut up and go away. And I also love how he's trying to be a dictator for July 4th, which actually is the day that, in history, America told the dictator to shut up and go away. Uh, but don't you see how the vaccine is being pushed on social media apps 
It's also being pushed in Hollywood and everywhere else. Don't you see that stuff? Biden pushes the vaccine, and so do private corporations in America. Hello, corporate fascism. How are you today? Good, good, good. Now, have you seen the anti-lockdown protests in England? London, England. There was a ton of people out there. The media is going to say that there was a couple hundred people. There were a ton of people. Go ahead and look it up. I was, I was on Reddit, and I saw it. And things like that. That's the beauty of Reddit. You can actually see these things and stuff like that. But there was a ton of people out there at the anti-lockdown protests in England. So go ahead and look it up. Now, let's move on to psychosocial justice. They call it social justice. I call it psychosocial justice because it is psychosocial. Now, if you if you go ahead and Google the word riot. You're only going to see things about the January 6th Capitol breach. You're not going to see anything about over the summer how Black Lives Matter Antifa was killing, looting, and shooting. Uh, you're not going to see anything about that. You're just going to see about the January 6th Capitol breach. Can't we just condemn both? I will. Now, you see the media pushing the race narrative. So they want to keep us divided by race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, and so on. So it goes on and on and on. They probably, if they could, they'd probably... They'd probably uh, try to divide us by how many hairs are on your head. They could. Now, when there is a black mass shooter or black killings, black killing blacks in Chicago, like happens all the time, the media just scurries away. You know, if you want the media to shut up, talk about black on black crime. If you want the media to be silent, talk about black on black crime. They won't pick that up at all. Now, but when a white person conducts a mass shooting, the media will lick their chops and jump right on it. A lot of white folks own guns. And it seems like, and to me, it seems like they want to disarm not just white people, but gun owners in general. Now, Hitler, Stalin, Mao, Mussolini, and other dictators took the guns. Why are they trying to take the guns? So what happened in history after they took those guns? They murdered millions of people. And that's what they're trying to do here. You don't believe me? Just read a history book. Come on. It's the same playbook. In Nazi Germany, the Nazis picked a race of people and said that those people were bad. They kept, they, they, were, they were telling people stuff like, they've been keeping you down and taking your jobs and leaving you with nothing. Does that sound familiar? Because they say in America that the white man is just keeping you down. Oh, the white man. I can't do anything because of the white man. Uh, it's ridiculous. So, they need to take the weapons away from the people in order to have even more control so they so that they can point their weapons at you. They're going to take your weapons so they can they can point their weapons at you. So there is actually a you know it's funny the media doesn't the media is not telling you this. Why is the media the media ain't telling you this? There is a George Floyd autonomous zone in Minneapolis that establishes rules particularly for white people to abide by if they want to go in and enter. Notice that you didn't hear anything about reparations or everyone being racist during the Obama and Bush presidencies. Notice, notice that. Why is racism a problem now but not back then? Sounds like an agenda to me. How is everyone racist right now but not back then? You know, it's just like, it's crazy. Now, now we already talked about how the police, uh, the six, there's a 16-year-old shot in Ohio. She had a knife and she was going to stab another black girl. The knife was not a short knife. If you go look at the video, her name I think the girl's name was Micaiah Bryant. Um, it was easy to see. That knife was easy to see. And the media, of course, the media tried to Photoshop the knife out. 
Now, the officer reacted really quickly and discharged. he discharged his service weapon about four times. And in my opinion, that's some sharp shooting. Okay, if you look at the video, that's some sharp shooting. He saved a black girl's life. And then idiots like LeBron posted that stupid, your next tweet. It's ridiculous. And LeBron got blasted for that. Okay, he got blasted. saying, And then he took it down and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got blasted. Oh, yeah. He's an idiot. And it's unfortunate. Because, honestly, uh, I always hated the Lakers. I still hate the Lakers. And for me, uh, I, I pretty much, everything that LeBron did after 2018, when he left, he left Cleveland in 20, after 2018, I just, I just don't care. I just don't care about it. 2018 back, he was okay for me. Uh, but everything after that, he just turned into, an, he turned into an even more of an idiot than he already was. Now, the media edited the 911 call. And the, and the video to show that there was no knife. And Twitter refuses to address whether LeBron violated the rules of not being able to incite harassment of someone or engage in the targeted harassment of a person. It's funny. I love it how Twitter does not want to even enforce that rule. Hmm. But if you were posting, if, if, if conservatives were posting on the media about how the election was stolen, they got censored for that. Mike Lindell. <laughs> and I can go on. Um, yeah, James Woods, people like that. Why is it one-sided? I don't know. Well, I do know, but I want you to, I want you to figure that out yourself. Now, woke companies going back to uh, Woca-Cola. Now, now you have the MLB and Coca-Cola, Woca-Cola, and other companies taking certain actions because of voter integrity and voter ID laws passed in certain states like Georgia. Rasmussen actually had a study. And it showed that 37% of people are buying less Coca-Cola. Good for that 37% because people are pushing back. I don't drink soda anyway, so I don't care. Now, Coca-Cola actually had a legal chief named Bradley Gayton. They had a legal chief. That was his name, Bradley Gayton. And they moved him to a consultant role. Now, this means that they're not happy with Mr. Gayton. And Gayton actually announced diversity requirements for coca-cola's outside lawyers now you also had things like the uh the grammys no excuse me the oscars i have a article here from msn that tells us that excuse me the epic times sorry about that i have an article from the epic Times that tells us that the oscars rating now aren't those aren't the people at the oscars and the grammys all those elites who all fall on one side of the political aisle and dislike the people on the other side and you know people like that like the guy who played Captain America people like that and 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 uh Chrissy Teigen now now it's Chrissy Teigen on a side note Chrissy Teigen she is John Legend's wife and she speaks so badly about people on the right and I'm thinking to myself Chrissy Teigen you're only famous because you're married to John Legend. Sit down and shut up, please. And Chrissy Teigen, she ain't cute. I'm going to just tell you right now. Chrissy Teigen, there's, there's probably some people out there who think she is just fine. But she's she ain't cute. She is not cute. Now, if I was going to say what Chrissy Teigen looked like, if you have seen the uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, I'm talking about back in like the 1980s version, the old version and 1980s version, and if you, there, there's a, a character or a monster in that in that uh, movie called King Caesar. 
And you have the song, the lady's singing King Caesar and everything. She's singing it and everything. So, and then he pops out of the rock. And King Caesar, he's ugly. He's an ugly dude. He's an ugly monster. Chrissy Teigen looks like King Caesar. Okay, just Google it. Google King Caesar, King Caesar Godzilla, 1980s film. Just Google it. And Chrissy Teigen, that's what she looks like. She looks like, she looks like, that's what she looks like. So, I just wanted to let you know. Honestly, I and honestly, I didn't even know the Oscars were on TV. I, the Oscars, the Grammys, and all this stuff. I mean, I remember my youngest sister. She's three years older than me, but I remember she used to watch that stuff, the BET Awards. She used to watch that stuff when she was younger, probably about oh, it's about ten years ago. She used to watch that stuff. Ten, eight, ten years ago, she used to watch that stuff. I, I never, I never wondered why. I mean, excuse me, I always wonder why because. I never cared about those famous people and things like that. I don't care about famous people's lives. It's just, I don't care. Now, the NBA the NBA actually lost 40% of its audience. Uh, isn't that cute? 40%. I wonder why the NBA lost 40% of their audience. I wonder why. You know, the 2020 NBA Finals, they were actually the lowest rated NBA Finals in NBA history. How about that? I didn't even watch them. And, you know, I'm a huge NBA fan, and I didn't even watch them. Okay? I didn't want to see that mess. They had that stupid graffiti on the court. You know what it said. I don't have to tell you. You know what it said. Players were kneeling for the national anthem. It's, it was pathetic. It was pathetic, and I'm glad that they lost most of their audience because I don't even watch that stuff. I mean, I stopped watching it. I was watching it up to 2019. I stopped. After, this year, after, this, after the stupidity started, I stopped. It, it, it just got ridiculous. So... Moving on. D.C. statehood. Now, you know that the Democrats in Congress want to make Washington, D.C. a state. Uh, Democrats in the House, actually, they voted on it and they passed it. But this is actually a violation of the Constitution because no state has ever been admitted by the Constitution. And also, no state has ever even been created from a territory crafted in the Constitution because the Constitution lays out that you are going to have a federal district and it gives, I think it's 10 square miles by 10 miles. I think it's something like that. But the Constitution tells us how big that the federal district can be. It can't be any bigger than that. So it says, so my notes say, states are actually supposed to vote on bringing a new state into the union because you got to remember, the states are uh, America is a place where we have 50 sovereign territories that have agreed to live under one banner. This is a this is a usur usurpation of state power. The federal government is infringing on the rights of the states. And you know I am a states rights guy. I want the federal government to stay away and I want the states to make their own laws. But the federal government does have a role here. But this is this is taking power away from the states because the states are supposed to because the states have a union here, and the state it's like a club. You have fifty states, fifty territories. It's, it's a club, and if somebody wants to come into the club, Puerto Rico, D.C., Guam, something like that, they have the states have to say, okay, you know, we're gonna see, we're gonna vote to see if you can come into the club. That's what it, that's what it is, and it's you notice that the Democrats are the ones proposing this. And Washington, the city of Washington, D.C. is ran by what party? <laughs> the mayor of Washington, D.C. is of what party? All right. I digress. Now, we have election audits. Our new, our next subject is election audits. In Arizona, the machines and ballots are being moved to facilities where they will be audited. 
And there, there's actually live cameras set up there. You can go to azaudit.org. AZ, like the abbreviation for Arizona. azaudit.org. And you can actually watch these cameras. Now, General Michael Flynn said that as the ballots and, and machines move into those facilities, Antifa and BLM would also go there. And guess what? Antifa and BLM are booking hotels over there. Try go go on uh go on a website and try to go book a hotel. Go ahead, go go in Arizona. Go ahead, go try in Maricopa County. Go ahead, go go try. Now, the Arizona government, excuse me, the Arizona governor, he moves the National Guard troops away. He moves the National Guard troops to protect the border instead of the workers and the building where the audit will take place. Why would he do that? The Arizona Attorney General rejects the Secretary of State's call for an audit, saying that she presented no facts to warrant a probe. Now, before you think this is Republican, Democrat, oh my goodness, you know which side, which side is which. The Arizona AG who rejected the Secretary of State's call for the audit, the, the, the AG, the Attorney General, he's the Republican. The Secretary of State, she is the Democrat. So the Democrat was saying that we need to audit the audit the uh the votes and the, the machines and the republican rejected it that tells you that the politicians can be terrible or regardless of what side they're on it doesn't matter you know i'm not gonna say oh who i agree with in this situation but i just it just tells you you never know you never know what you're gonna get so you can't say oh republican good democrat bad democrat good republican bad you can't you can't say something like that okay you can't you can't just you can't just do that so we have to really look at stuff before we make an assumption so you also have 70 70 70 leftist lawyers are challenging the audit if nothing went wrong what are they also worried about why do you have this many people challenging it if nothing was wrong okay georgia is also having an audit and raffensberger who is the secretary of state he's trying to stop the audit why why i always say Hey, if you're a Dem I think both sides should want the audit because if you're a Democrat, if you're a Democrat, you're you're left wing and they audit it and Joe Biden still comes out as a winner, you you'll be able to tell the Republicans, hey, we looked at everything. We looked at everything, we saw it all, we saw the audit and how everything we looked at it, we did the forensic audit and everything, and Joe Biden won. So you have no argument here. Okay? That that would be the thing. You you would want no doubt there. So you can tell them, hey, we won for sure, for sure. Now we know for sure he won. And then if you're a Republican, you should want the audit because you want to be like, okay, if there was cheating, we need to figure out why there was cheating and who cheated and things like that. So on uh, January 3rd, 2021, Donald Trump tweeted this. He said, quote, Georgia election data revealed that over 17,000 votes were flipped from Trump to Biden, unquote. Now, I can't tell you what to think. I'm just bringing up the tweets here, okay? You have to think for yourself. What do you think about that right there? Now, we have another thing here. So, we're talking about uh, the United States Census. So, the U.S. Census was uh, was finished, and there are roughly 340 million Americans in America. Uh, I, In my opinion, I think, I think the number is closer to um, 380 because of the illegal immigrants. I would say that there are 40 to 50 to 60 illegal immigrants in this country. Million. I would say that. I would say so. Because the illegal immigration has been a problem 
for a long time. We can't sit here and say, oh, it's a problem because of Trump or it's a problem because of Biden or it's a problem because of Obama, problem because of Clinton, Bush. No, no, no. It's been a problem since <laughs> since 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 uh, California was admitted. California, Arizona and Texas were admitted. It's been a problem the entire time. OK, it's been a problem ever since Congress passed uh, the law about illegal immigration. So. So about the U.S. Census, I have an article here from the Guardian.com. It says. Texas, Colorado, and Florida, among other states, gain House seats after the census. It says, New York will lose a congressional seat, which it would have kept had the state counted just 89 additional people. Six states will gain, an addition, will gain additional seats in the United States House of Representatives because of population shifts over the last decade. The U.S. Census Bureau announced on Monday that seven states will lose one congressional seat. Notice how you have a lot of states leaving California, leaving New York. Why? Because of the policies. Okay? Uh, I can talk about like housing and things like that. If you're young and you're trying to get an apartment or a house, things like that, I know your parents have houses, your parents have apartments and properties and things like that. But if you're young and trying to get one or if you're trying to move somewhere, you notice that why is property more expensive in somewhere like California or New York and less expensive in Wyoming, Nebraska, Texas, Idaho, Iowa, places like that? It's because of regulations. California and New York, places like that, have a lot of regulations. So we have more regulations. It costs more to build houses and housing and buildings and things like that why because there are more things more hoops you have to jump through because of that regulation so those more laws more rules that have to be abided by in order to build those houses and build those buildings and you know housing units and neighborhoods and things like that so you notice one thing you notice is that like a lot of blue states democrat states have tighter regu tighter regulations on housing infrastructure things like that a lot of red states republican states don't texas idaho wyoming nebraska places like that kentucky you know why is that i don't know i don't know maybe maybe one side wants more control like maybe they both want control so hey i mean hey so article says the united states saw a total population growth of 7.4 percent over the last decade the slowest change in the united states history was 7.3 percent from 1930 to 1940 overall the total united states population was 331 million 449 on april 1st excuse me 331 million 481 on april 1st of 2020 and that was the day that uh, the census bureau uses as a marker to count now Texas will, Texas will gain two additional seats in the House, the, the borough said on Monday. Colorado, Montana, Oregon, North Carolina, and Florida will also gain a congressional seat. The seven states will lose, that will lose a seat are California, Illinois, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. Overall, the fastest growing parts of the United States were the, sou the southern and western portions of the country. The U.S. Constitution requires the federal government take a census of the population every 10 years. That tally is used to allocate seats in the House and determine how almost $1.5 trillion in federal dollars are allocated. Now, I'm going to go back to this thing. I, I'm going to go back to this again. I talked about this on Episode 10, uh, Slavery 101. So, um, in the 1800s, they had the, the not the compromise, the 1850s, sorry. They had um, the Three-Fifths Compromise. Three-Fifths Compromise said that slave states could use their slaves in order to gain seats for representation in 
federal congress now slaves would be counted as three-fifths of a person you know three-fifths here and then you can do the math and things like that and what you notice is that you have a lot of illegal immigrants coming into certain parts of the country and they will vote a certain way because people of a certain party promised them free stuff well, you, know, you know what it is you know who they are and so if you're promising them free stuff they'll vote for you and guess what when you vote for you get more of them in in your country in your state and they're voting for you guess what you get higher representation in congress when they take the census so hey just a thought there and lastly i have an article here from epic times says california law forcing charities to identify donors is unconstitutional the supreme court hears the supreme court it seems sympathetic to arguments by two conservative charities that california law requiring charities to hand over the names of their donors violates the first amendment the case americans for prosperity foundation versus bonza court file 19 excuse me that's a court file number 19-251 and a companion case thomas moore law center versus bonza court file 19-255 were heard together on april 26. rob bonza a democrat was sworn in on april 23rd as california's attorney general i actually have not looked much at mr bonza i actually have to i actually did not even know we got a new uh, ag yet um because i know um and uh, becerra went to uh, joe biden's cabinet now but i will actually update you on what i think of bonza in a little bit so it says the court allotted 70 minutes for oral argument the hearing actually ran for 104 minutes the petitioner groups were represented by Derek schaffner the respondent california was represented by california solicitor general general amy feinberg yeah because that because whenever a entity like a state or a federal government has a court case to do they are represented by not the attorney general they're represented by the solicitor general that's the person that's the pretty much the top lawyer there so says the former Trump administration had argued the state's policy clearly violates the two tax exempt groups, constitutionally protected freedom of association. However, the Biden administration, represented by Solicitor General, General Elizabeth, I can't pronounce that last name, that that the acting Solicitor General said that the court's analysis was incomplete in the ruling at hand, which found against the charities excuse me which found against the charities so it should be returned to the court so it can uh, clarify its reasoning so yeah so california wants uh the donors to conservative charities to be listed and named uh talk about nazi tactics there so because they get to see you and harass you just like california is doing with the uh recall efforts going forward so that is all i have for you wonderful folks today Thank you so much for listening. I will see you tomorrow, episode 36. I haven't decided what I'm going to do for episode 36. I might do the news again, but um, I might do when AI first met you, part six. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see. I'll, I'll decide. I'll be get, gathering more information as the day goes on. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been here since day one. Thank you to all my new listeners. Thank you so much for giving me a chance. I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that God sent his son. Have a great rest of your day, wherever you're doing, wherever you're going. Be safe by Bitcoin. And I'll see you tomorrow. Will the faithful be rewarded when we come to the end? Will I miss the final warning from the lie that I have lived? Is there anybody calling? 
I can see the soul within, and I am not worthy. I am not worthy of this. Are you with me after all? Why can't I hear you? Are you with me through it all? Then why can't I feel There's nothing left, I am.